This is Special Chronicles, giving respect and a voice to people with special needs. I shudder thinking how the world can be so Welcome to the Special Chronicles show. This is episode 496. My name is Daniel Spukowski. I'm the founder of Special Chronicles and a Special Olympic Southern Survival International Global Messenger. And before we begin and bring on our guests this week, um, a few housekeeping reminders. Specialchronicles.com. Well, I've got that. you know what, folks? Just just look in the in the description wherever you're listening to this. Can't find the the, the banner at the moment. Uh, so specialchronicles dot com for links uh, to follow Special Chronicles on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter, and YouTube and LinkedIn. Now we will finally on LinkedIn, uh, so you can follow us there, and also subscribe, rate, and review this podcast, Special Chronicles, on Apple Podcasts, Spotify. I hold radio wherever you get your podcasts. And if you're just looking at this on audio, you can also subscribe to our channel on YouTube to watch the live stream video episodes every Monday at 6 p.m. Central Time. And sign up for our newsletter to receive exclusive bonus content delivered to you in inbox. Again, specialchronicles.com for links to subscribe and follow. Our guest this week on the Special Chronicles podcast uh, is Wade and Ferris Joy from the Dreamers and Disciples podcast on the Access Mode Network. Wade Joy is a uh, pastor, preacher, and author who spent 15 years serving as the worship pastor at Elevation Church. As a worship pastor, he oversaw the weekend worship experience teams, pastored worship leaders and creatives, and was instrumental in building and leading Elevation Worship. Wade and his wife, Ferris, have three daughters. They they adore and are learning, learning to navigate family, ministry, and faith as they raise children with special needs like cystic fibrosis and cerebral palsy as we will learn about their story on this episode. So please put your virtual hands together as we welcome Wade and his wife, Ferris, to the Special Chronicles podcast. Welcome, Wade and Ferris. Hello. Hello. We're awesome. so excited to be here, Daniel. Thank you for having us. Yeah, yeah, it's awesome. And um, I, I came across both of your um, stories um, in, um, I've described to, uh, I mean, I, I've been listening to podcasts for, I don't know, at least 14 years, as long as I've been podcasting myself. And on, I subscribed to a few of the Access More podcasts, and that's why I came across your new podcast. Oh, Awesome. So, yeah, I remember you were one of the first people to reach out when it when it just launched, and I was really nervous. I didn't know if anybody was going to listen to it. But you're, you're very encouraging. Yeah, I'm I, I'm behind on. We're well, recording this um, the 27th of September, so I'm um, I haven't caught up on the on your latest two episodes, but um, but they're in my queue to to listen. <laughs> You'll have to give uh, Wade some tips because you said you're on your like 400th episode. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, 496 official episode. Yeah. 
That's well, amazing. I'm on, I'm on, I'm on episode 11. So you're, you're a little bit ahead of me. <laughs> a little bit, a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. Um, coming up this, um, November is the, uh, anniversary of when I started this. And, um, so quoting the 500th official episode and I'm actually going to be doing it. Um, I probably won't have video, but I'm going to be, um, recording bits bits um when i'm in missouri because i'm uh, for special olympics um i'll be traveling w- with my dad and i'm giving a keynote at a leadership summit and so i will be um uh yeah recording bits and bits and and then oh that's awesome yeah and then i just found out like basically when i the next day after i fly home from missouri <laughs> i'm speaking in at the Coca-Cola company down in Atlanta. Um, so it's kind of a wow. crazy month, but yeah. That is a crazy month. Wow. <laughs> so why don't we um, begin? Um, and uh, I, um, I, I'm sure um, if there are any of your, your listeners or fans that they know both of you, but I'm sure a lot of our audience will be first hearing about you and your story for the first time. So why don't you... Before we get into more of your story, just give us a, a brief introduction of yourself and, and what disabilities you're tuning with diagnosed with and your connection to our special needs community. Yeah, so, uh, yeah, my name's Wade, and, and this is Ferris. We've been married for 17 years now, and we've got three girls. We have, uh, so I, I'm surrounded by women in our house. <laughs> Lots um, of talking. Yeah. <laughs> But, um, yeah, we have twins. Uh, Liana, they were, uh, they're 14 now. And then Sydney is nine. She'll be 10 in about a month. And she's really the one that kind of runs our house. So, um, so true. <laughs> Ferris, <laughs> Ferris can kind of walk you through um, what each of them uh, kind of, you know, what they've experienced in terms of their health and, and everything. Yeah. Um, so like Wade said, we have twins that are 14. And so they were born three months premature. So we dealt with the whole NICU thing. Mm-hmm. Um, and we found out that one of them, um, our daughter Liana, had a grade four brain bleed. So she deals with cerebral palsy and it manifests itself by having um, just weakness on her right side. So it's harder for her to use her right hand. And we've had surgeries for her um, foot because she would kind of go tiptoe and she walked. Um, so that we're kind of navigating that with her. And then our youngest one, that's nine, Sydney, um, she has cystic fibrosis. And that's just a genetic condition that affects the cells that produce your mucus. And um, it makes it sticky and harder to um, deal with. And so it can affect your lungs and your digestive system. And so um, we have to do breathing treatments and a lot of medicines for her. And then our other one, that's like we, I guess, termed the healthy one, the other twin, <laughs> her name's Adley. Um, she actually still had all the, the NICU premature stuff that she was dealing with. And she had a big intestinal surgery and she had a big heart surgery. Um, so technically now she's kind of doing, you know, a lot better. But yeah. she had her own little things that she dealt with as well. So we've kind of like got a little bit of our knowledge in a few different areas. So um, it's been, it's been interesting. It's been relying on God for tons of stuff, Mm -hmm. um, lots of prayers, but um, they're doing really well. And yeah, that's their diagnosis. Awesome. Yeah. I remember when it was, when, when the twins were born, we were already terrified that they were born. So they were born at 27 weeks and Liana was one pound, 14 ounces and Adley was two pounds, five ounces 
And about three days into that, when they sat down and told us about Liana's brain bleed, they said that, um, that they didn't think that she would ever walk or talk. Um, and they told us to consider taking her off life support, um, which is something you are shocked to hear as a parent. Um, and obviously we, um, we refused to do that and just committed to praying for our, for our kids and so our church really rallied around us during that time and their faith helped get us through it. Um, and so to walk through that and, and then four years later, when we finally had the courage to have another child um, and then for Sydney to be diagnosed with cystic fibrosis, that was a big blow to our faith at the time and trying to figure out God, like we walked through this with the twins and now there's, this condition that feels even scarier to us. Mm-hmm. How do we process that? So that was, it was hard, but the Lord was really faithful through it mm-hmm. all and has like, like our children are just amazing gifts to us. <laughs> and like, we, we've learned more about God through their story than anything else. And so it's, it's, it's been a difficult journey at times, but a really beautiful one. Awesome. Um, I, I can relate to a, a little bit of, your story. Um, I was born three and a third months premature, um, um, a lot earlier than your um, daughters, but like in like the, the same NICU, like my yeah. parents spent, you know, months in, 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 in there and like having like still, still having skulls and, 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 and tubes and, um, um, and, and kind of the similar, so this was in, um, without giving my, my age too much, but like this was like in 89. So like this was, you know, much earlier than your daughters, but kind of the, the similar um, of, um, I think my my mom and my, my dad, my, my parents will like even advise to like uh, boat me. Um, and, and it's a kind of like the similar t- type of, um, you said your, your twins are 14 now, so 14 years ago. Yeah. So it, it's, so it's quite a much after I was born, but it's still kind of, it, it sounds like it, it's a similar type of, of, mm-hmm. of story. Yeah, it was. Well, what's crazy with, um, Sydney cystic fibrosis is it's actually, I feel like she's been born in an era where they're doing a lot of advancements mm-hmm. in medicine for her. And so her life expectancy, if she had been born, you know, 20 years ago, wouldn't have been very well, like good. Yeah. I think um, they were, you know, children that were not surviving, yeah. um, you know, past like five years old or something. And so to have her born in this time and she, when she was born, our hospital like opened up a cystic fibrosis unit. And so it just all happened in like really amazing timing. And so, um, but that's kind of scary to think if she hadn't been born at any other time, you know, the the advancements weren't there. Yeah. I had, um, there was a young, I think she, she's a teenager. And a few years ago I I had a on who has cystic fibrosis. Um, her name's Ella. And, um, I think she lives up in Minnesota in the, in the Northern region. And I forgot, (laughs) Um, this is what episode did I say this was for 96? I forgot which episode she was on, but, um, if you just on specialchronicles.com, just do a search for cystic fibrosis. Um, I think, I think I put that in the title or keyword of the episode. So you should be able to find it just cause I can't 
<laughs> we know it, so you, yeah. you can just search for it on on our website. Um, but we'll we'll get into much more of your story. Um, we'll take a short break to let our listeners know how they can support this podcast. And um, our guests are Wade Joy and his wife um, um, Ferris from the um, Dreamers and Disciples podcast on the Access Mode Network. Why uh, 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 here on um, the Special Chronicles podcast and specialchronicles.com. We'll be back after this short break. Whoa. It's a plane. Oh, uh, let's try that again. Quick break from our conversation today to learn how you can become a Special Chronicles supporter so we can continue to produce this podcast. Support for Special Chronicles comes from listeners like you. As an independent public media podcast, Special Chronicles will, will always be there for you. Now we're asking you to be there for us. As a nonprofit independent media organization, we can only make programs like Special Chronicles with listener support. Our programs provide weekly candid, honest, and inspiring conversations about the people with disabilities community that creates awareness, support, and advocacy within each week's episode. Listeners tell us our shows are an enjoyable and necessary podcast for the intellectual and developmental disability community and everyone else who is able to listen to stories about life from a different angle. Please, if you and your family love our weekly podcast, make a one-time monthly or, or annual gift of thanks today. Support this podcast at specialchronicles.com slash give. That's specialchronicles.com slash give. And now back to the show to continue the conversation today and back to the show our guests this week are wade and his wife joy um Ferris from the uh, dreamers and disciples podcast uh and um in the first segment we you 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 shared a little bit about your backstory with your um three daughters and and the um, special needs that they were diagnosed with so um, since since you kind of already shared the, the both stories, um, one of the whatever we have guests on this podcast, and a lot of whether it's other special Olympics athletes or just just others, um, we, we we always talk about the challenges because it it, it gives it gives people a foundation because like that's a lot of times the challenges either like myself with learning disabilities or severe language disorder or like your um, Dados, the the challenges is the first thing that they see, but then we talk about the joys and accomplishments. So, share um, a little bit about this, some of the the challenges, but then also the joys and accomplishments that your three daughters have because of the disabilities that they um, and I like use, using the 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 word special needs, um, like I'm sure you guys do because it's more of a positive tone. But share with us some of the challenges and joys and accomplishments because of their special needs um yeah i i think growing up with daughters i think one of the things that's um or raising them is like you want them to feel like they are beautiful and have confidence and um 
you know, we're trying to pour into them that they're God made imperfectly. And so when you add in some kind of like disability, um, we always wonder like what that is like for them in their mind. Like, are they thinking, why am I like this? Or, you know, just dealing with all of that internal battle of um, not feeling pretty or confident or whatever it is. And so um, I think that that's something that as parents, we're trying to figure out as we parent mm-hmm. to make sure. Um, Cause one of the issues that we have with Liana is it can be a lot harder for her to do things that her friends just find very easy to do. Like even swimming in a swimming pool, like for her, that's really hard because she might need to go to the edge and hold on, but she can only hold on with one hand mm-hmm. or, you know, they're play fighting. And so it's harder for her to stay afloat if she's not able to use her right side as well. Um, we even have like at dinner time, she still needs us to cut up some of her food. And so if you're going over to your friend's house as a teenager and you need the parent to cut your food, you know, that can be hard for um, a teenager to deal with. And so I feel like we're kind of like coming into this new season of a lot of um, her needing to become more independent and us not going to always be there to to help her with all of that stuff. Um Like even when we think about she's 14, so next year we're driving a car. (laughs) So we're like, what does that look like? And what um, adaptations are we going to need for her to do some of that stuff and feel really confident as she walks into that? So I know that that's, um, you know, we're seeing it from the parent aspect. And I know she has her own journey that she's going on as well. So um, we're just, you know, I don't think we always do it right. But I hope that we're at least building a really good foundation for her to go into life to feel like, you know, any obstacle, I can figure out a way to overcome it and I can push past it. And so if we can at least help her, you know, teach her those things, then, um, then that's great. And then with Sydney, I feel like with her, um, she just has a lot of like medical stuff that she has to do. So with her, a lot of things, um, that we deal with is like she has a G tube. And so we have to figure out if we go, you know, on vacation or she goes anywhere, like we still have to feed her milk through her G tube and we have to carry a humongous breathing treatment machine. Um, And if her, we had seasons where her, she calls it affectionately her G tube, her 2B. And so if her 2B would fall out, then we were like, Oh gosh, get a new tube and put it in. And so just a lot of like things that I just never knew, I think going into parenthood that we would have to be thinking about. And so, um, so I think that that's like, I guess you go into being a parent and you think it's just, you know, all like hold the baby, teach them how to walk, teach them how to do this stuff. And so you, you have an expectation of one thing and, one of our, you know, struggles that we've had is just learning that the expectation is different than what your reality is going to be. Right. Yeah. And so, um, just learning how to parent all of that is, a you know, a journey. Um, and like I said before, just trying to make sure that they see it as, even though they deal with this, they're still, um, just strong, beautiful young ladies and they're going to be strong, beautiful young women. And mm-hmm. so, I don't know what you have to add to that, Wade. No, I think all that is is well said. I think, you know, with Sydney too, a lot of our daily schedule has to be oriented around her treatments. So she has her two breathing treatments a day, and that takes thirty minutes to an hour. So each time, and so every everything gets structured around that during COVID because she was at such high risk. Um, even though I was out doing ministry at church, the rest of the family was pretty much 
at the house for almost two years with very minimal contact because we wanted to protect Sydney. And so those were a lot of the things that there were challenges relationally there, um, just with their friends and things like that. And so, um, yeah, thankfully we're all back out and, mm-hmm. you know, <laughs> they're with their friends and everything <laughs> now, but there are those kind of challenges that we had to walk through of with their, with her bigger sister saying, Hey, we want to keep Sydney safe. So you might not be able to do some of the things you want to do in this season. Um, but all of it for us with the challenges, this is kind of segueing a bit more into the, 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 mm-hmm. the, the positive side of things mm-hmm. is I have seen, I see so much strength in them and a wisdom and a maturity that's so far beyond their years because um, like we talk about Sydney being very feisty and she is feisty, but she's also strong. And like she, she has a strength of character at nine years old that I never had anywhere close to that age. And Liana, she has a grace to be able to see people who are hurting and identify that and show compassion to people that I, I think is a really beautiful thing. And I think a lot, of, and all three of them, Adley too, just had this sensitivity to God that I think is such a beautiful gift. Awesome. I want to touch on a couple of things you said. One is you, you, you said that you've noticed the strength of your daughters and something in the um, advocating or whether I'm podcasting or, or speaking um, at conferences or schools um, or um, groups, I say is communication is my biggest struggle, but it's also my biggest passion. So already taking that, um, obstacle and kind of toning it into the, a strength. And so I don't, if, yeah. and, and I'm sure you, you probably see that in your daughters too, that challenge. And, and as they kind of slowly kind of take that challenge and discover that you know, into their strengths. Um, yeah. Yeah. I don't, I don't know if you want to add on, on, oh, yeah. on to, well, even like seeing, um, you know, you know, let's take Liana for, for an example. While she might not gravitate towards certain athletic things that, you know, other kids may do or Adley might do, I found her instead discover this creative side of her that, you know, this imagination and this, you know, big personality and everything. So, so yeah, one, one way somebody might look at that as a limitation, but if anything, to me, it's it's not that. It's like it's a way for her to lean into all these strengths that she might not have seen if she had been able to do these other things easily. Instead, it's allowed her that challenge, like you said, has allowed her to to access a whole different side of her that is really beautiful. Yeah, I know if Phyllis, if you want to also comment on on that. Yeah, I feel like um, when Wei mentioned just the COVID thing, too, I think that that was something that we could have kind of thrown ourselves a little pity party, just being like, oh, we can't do a lot or we're stuck at home, which I know when most people were stuck at home. It's just our, <laughs> ours was an extended period of being stuck at home. <laughs> yeah. And um, but I think we kind of had to talk about like this is a season and we're going to like rally together as a family and try and make this fun. And so I think like we took something that could have been 
you know, we were really upset about or, you know, got bored or whatever. And we turned it into something like beautiful for our family. So when we did birthday parties and we were just our family, we tried to make them as big and fun as we could. And, um, and then I think the girls too, like if you have three sisters in the house, you're probably going to have a lot of drama and fighting sometimes, (laughs) but we had to, we kind of had to have a conversation and say, look, these are going to be the people you're hanging out with all the time. And so you get to choose, like, do you want to fight and have the drama or do you want to like embrace this and just enjoy being together? And so I feel like they really did. They decided, Hey, this is, this is our like journey and we're doing this together and we're going to be here at our house. So let's make this the best we can. So they had like, like Wade was talking about, they just started using their imagination and came up with all kinds of fun things that they could do with. It was just the three of them. And so, um, so I think that that's really beautiful when you can take something that's a hardship and, you know, put a spin on it and make it something really beautiful. Awesome. Awesome. Uh, I kind of, to kind of sum up, um, this before we quickly move on to the what's the segment before on the next break, um, kind of related. Um, those um, a song by Matthew West called "Walking Miracles." I don't know if if you've if you for the song. Um, I I I had Matthew on this podcast a couple uh, maybe about two years ago. Um, so you you can go back and listen to that episode that, that he was on um, just before he launched his, his show. But um, he, he really talked about the how to of that, um, um, that song. And he, he wrote it um, about the story of, uh, I think a young boy with CP in Arizona, I, I think. So um, the, the music video to, his song was um, was pretty powerful too. But I don't know if if you guys have heard that song that Matthew West wrote called "Walking Miracles." Or if, if you want to comment on that as relates to you, no, I haven't heard that one. Yeah, yeah, it's it's a pretty. Uh, I, I when I heard it, I I could <laughs> relate to my my own story. But um, yeah, yeah, it's called "Walking the, Walking well, Miracles." Even though, even though I haven't heard the song, the title really resonates with me mm-hmm. because that's how we refer to our uh, daughters a lot as walking miracles. Like they mm-hmm. are living um, reminders that what a doctor says is not the last word over your life. Yeah. Uh, a condition is not the last word over your life. It's you're, you're, you know, they're miracles and their answers to prayer. And a lot of and focus done and get God is doing. And so like Psalm 103 two says, let everything or let all that I am praise the Lord. May I never forget the good things he does for me. And so they're not just a miracle that God did in the past. They're walking miracles now. And so that's such a great picture. Awesome. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm glad that, that, that you highlighted that. Cause I think what, I think a lot of people can really loan that, just because of the special needs, the challenges that your daughters have, that I have, that so many others um, across the country, across the globe have, witty all those living, breathing miracles that can defy what doctors may put, right. put that label on. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, let's move on and have you, Phyllis, talk about. Uh, the the work um i think it might be frozen uh here hopefully we can 
get on <laughs> that's the technology for you um <laughs> that we are pushing um trying to push through you um so why don't we uh, since uh, if that was you highlighted on the screen why don't you talk uh, briefly a little bit um I, I know we're coming at about 27 minutes so um just briefly highlight the work that you do as a special needs mom um, yeah, so uh, so Wade was on staff at a church uh, or at Elevation Church for 15 years. And so our definite ministry has always been like feeding the local church, like doing whatever we can um, at Elevation. And um, so when we ended up having our kids um, a little bit after Sydney was born, I just felt like God was, you know, saying this thing that you're walking through. Um, it's not something to, to just be for your family. You need to share this and you need to, um, I'm getting like feedback on my voice, <laughs> um, <laughs> but you need to be able to, um, you know, like walk along other, other moms that are dealing with stuff like this. So, um, so I was very nervous, but I started an e-group that, um, was other moms that had children with special needs. And, uh, I just said, if you, any special need, um, just, it doesn't matter what it is, just let's come and encourage one another and um, walk along alongside each other and pray for each other. And so um, throughout the last, I guess, like nine years on and off, I've had different groups that, um, you know, we had all kinds of different uh, disabilities represented like autism and cerebral palsy, cystic fibrosis, other ones that I, I hadn't even heard of that were different genetic conditions. And so, um, so it was Really, uh, a beautiful how whatever you're going through, um, there's definitely fear, and you you have a lot of people in your life that just don't understand either. I think that was a common thread is um, you would have people that just would be like, I would talk to my family and try and relay that that we were going through this, and they just didn't get it, and so they would have you know, especially with um, when you have the like younger kids growing up and they have like autism, you have grandparents that might say, well, why aren't they talking yet? And you, you know, they, they just don't get um, that there's a lot of just different, different things that you're going to walk through. And so um, being able to have a space where the, the ladies, the moms were able to just like know that we understood and we were going to pray and we weren't going to um, try and fix things. We were just going to be there for each other was really, really special. So, um, that was the main thing that, uh, that I've been doing in, you know, this season of having kids. And and I just love watching Ferris come alive doing that. And, and we, for a couple of those groups, we would have, um, the husbands and, and it was always, uh, a really, I think just a helpful time of ministry too, because a lot of times a, a man might not be as willing to open up as a woman is. Um, I know that's not true in all the cases, but mm-hmm. in a lot of these cases, it, it was where the guys didn't have anyone to talk to at all. And they were afraid to even open up about how scared they were for their kids or how like they didn't know what to do. Mm-hmm. And so that was um, a really helpful. So we've always, we felt drawn to really encourage parents who are raising children with special needs and to just let them know they're not alone. Awesome. Awesome. To share with us a, a little, I, I love that you guys are doing that and share with us a little bit more weight about uh, your work as a 
worship pastor at, at Elevation Church and how you've ministered uh, to those of us with special needs and then also kind of tie that in with what can the church do to support people like your daughters and, and myself with special needs. Yeah, so, um, yeah, I was on staff from 2007 to uh, 2021 as the worship pastor at Elevation and help lead what um, what became Elevation Worship and and helped work with Pastor Stephen there on the worship experience and just got to do a lot of amazing things. I got to preach some there, mm-hmm. and it really was a dream to help build the local church um, through Elevation. And then I felt like God calling me to step out in the last year. Or so, but at Elevation, I really just felt like the Lord gave me a a platform to to share our journey with a with a larger um, congregation and people that were listening from other churches. And I felt like it was a message that God gave me to steward of um, be open about your like what's hard and the times when your faith has been weak, let people know that they're not alone when they're struggling. But then also I felt like God really wanted me to say um, there's hope in Christ and you're, you're not defined by a condition. You're not defined by a label. You're, you're an image bearer of God and God can use what we might perceive as weakness um, to actually reveal his strength and to actually like reveal something like we've said, beautiful and so I tried to just be as vocal as I could when I would preach uh, about what I was learning through our girls and through their challenges. Um, and what God was teaching me about his love and his grace. And so I've tried to continue that with the podcast and with a book, a book that I have coming out in a year that's mm-hmm. going to talk a lot about more in depth about the story of our family and the girls. And so I, I really think the church just if, for anyone needs to be a place where people feel like they can bring their struggle and their doubt and their frustration and their weakness and know that there's room for them there, that all are welcome yeah. uh, through the love and the grace of Jesus. And I think the more that we can tear walls down that might make people feel like, well, I've got to look a certain way or act a certain way, or, you know, I've got to have my walls up and be the perfect Christian. No, come as you are. That's how Jesus wants you. (laughs) And so I think, I think that's as the church, I think more and more we need to be less um, focused on image and focused on, let's just build a community of people who want to run after Jesus. No matter, no matter what our life looks like, there's room for us here. Yeah, absolutely. I, I loved um, what, you said, and 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 if more um, more people get to know us, like get to know your daughters, get to know myself and and others, then they'll they will break down those barriers and see that we really are like like what we we talked about earlier with being walking miracles. That that those a lot that we can accomplish. That there's a lot that that just like. God gives gifts to everybody. He gives us strengths that we can, like what we talked about earlier, mm-hmm. we'll take in those challenges, turn it into those strengths. And, and I think that's uh, kind of going along with what 
you said, Wade, that that's a, 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 a lesson that we can um, um, keep sharing with with other church leaders, other people mm-hmm. in in the church as well. Um, we're going to go ahead and take a short break. Um, I am going to bypass the last break, so we're going to combine the last two segments for the sake of time. Um, so um, all of you listening don't have to listen to to us for two hours long because um, <laughs> that can be sometimes a little long, and we want you all to get back to the rest of your, your um, family and the rest of your lives. So I guess I'll wait and enjoy Ferris. Uh, we will be back right here on SpecialChronicles.com after this short break and here we go please <laughs> please comment is about no and I think it's powering lives and really is powering us you as special chronicles to keep the lights on and our type Support for Special Chronicles comes from Comed. Special Chronicles is proud to partner with the Comed Energy Force Ambassador Program. The Energy Force is the country's first energy efficiency education program designed for and taught by people with disabilities. Comed is powering lives and really is powering us, U.S. Special Chronicles, to keep the lights on and our technology is powered on. As Comed powers the lives of us, they are literally giving a voice to people with, with special needs. We thank Comrade for the general support of our mission at Special Chronicles. Learn more at SpecialChronicles.com slash Comrade. That's SpecialChronicles.com slash Comrade. And we're back if you see us, hopefully... On screen, if the video catches up, <laughs> this is Daniel. Uh, this is episode four hundred and ninety-six. I guess uh, uh, Wade and Phil is uh, Joy, and so uh, we'll, as this kind of final two slash one segment, um, we're, we're kind of have you talk about your uh, podcast and, and 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 newsletter. But first, I want to um, kind of let our listeners know. Um, We'll put links in the show notes of where you can subscribe to to Wade's podcast. But the Dreamers and Disciples is a weekly podcast to explore how to reset your rhythms and renew your dreams by fulfilling God with the dreams in your heart through regular rhythms of abiding in Christ. We will learn lo- uh, what the Bible really says about purpose, calling, and trusting God with His disappointment as as we dream the way a, a disciple does with our open hands of surrender. And I'm sure Wade, you you, you could <laughs> explain, but tell us a little bit, kind of, of why you wanted to be hosting a podcast, and kind of the little bit about the um, a mission, and then Phyllis, if if you want to, I'm um, um, I also kind of add to Wade as well. Well, uh, the podcast really was born out of a journey of the last two years. Um, of number one, just God giving me more and more of a passion to teach what. I was walking through in my faith and what Ferris and I as a family were walking through um, as we stepped out into this new venture. But, but really it's, it's a passion of mine right now because I think in the body of Christ today and in the church, a lot of, and we have this ideal picture of what our dream is 
and what um, and what our purpose is supposed to be. And life rarely looks like that ideal picture. And so if you've attached your purpose to this dream you have and you never get that dream, then we can feel discouraged and like we've lost our purpose and like we can't make an impact. But instead, I believe that God has given us a purpose that we can carry with us into any situation, into any trial, into any challenge, into any difficulty. And we can actually carry God's dream for our life when we open our hands as a disciple and say, you know, God, I'm going to walk through this challenge, you know, with with special needs. God, I'm going to walk through this challenge, even though I don't get the thing that I want. I still feel like I can glorify you in this season right now. And so hopefully the podcast is a way to encourage people to not just think that they're going to be used by God one day out there when everything is perfect, but to actually realize they can be used by God right now, no matter what they're going through. Awesome. And I don't know if it was, if you want to comment on, um, if, I, I, if, when Alyssa was listening, you'll know that Wade, you hosted by yourself, but I don't know if, if Wade, if, I mean, if it was, if you want to comment on, on listening or, or kind of seeing your husband's process of, of yeah, through. it's just been really encouraging to see Wade step into this. And um, I've just been really proud, a proud wife. And <laughs> um, I feel like he's has just so much wisdom to share. And um, just God, we've had so many different seasons of, you know, doing different church stuff and um, having our daughters. And so I feel like he is just taking everything that God is teaching him and helping just share that with others and the journey that, you know, he's been on and our family's been on. So it's just really cool to watch. And I'm just really proud. Awesome. And one of these days I'm going to talk Ferris into coming on the podcast. (laughs) I was just You're gonna actually ask you. my first podcast. I've never done a podcast before, so I'm very honored to be here. Well, <laughs> thanks, and yeah, I, well, I'll I'll look forward to um, hopefully hearing you on on Wade's podcast. Um, this this next question, um, I, I, I I'm sure um, could be an easy one for people that might listen to a lot of podcasts, but let our listeners know where they can find the dreamers and stuff podcast. I'm sure basically like a lot of podcast apps, wherever you're listening to this podcast right now, especially Chronicles, you, you probably can also find Wade's show, but yeah, let you, us know. You can, you can find it there. Or if you just want to go to wadejoy.com, uh, remember to put the E on the joy, J O I E. Uh, you can find you can find everything there, or just on Instagram at Wade Joy. You can find a link to my podcast in my profile. Awesome, and I think I saw Phil say you also put a link to Wade's podcast in your Instagram bio as well. Oh yeah, I did. So um, <laughs> I forgot yeah. I did it. <laughs> so I'll um, so for those of you that are just listening to us on audio and don't watch us, are not watching us on video. um, you see it on the screen, but I'll make sure to put links in the show notes to your website, Wade. Um, so, so people can, um, can check out your podcast and then tell us briefly uh, about, um, about the newsletter that, that, that you send out the weekly reset and about your, your ebook. And then maybe give us a little preview of, you said next year you're coming out with a new book. Um, I'm hopefully, um, it's been a long process for me, but I'm, in the kind of long process of writing a book myself oh, um, of kind of all these stories that I've been um, sharing and telling on special chronicles and, and, and 
Um, but um, so, yeah, I'll, I'll be curious um, um, to learn from you about the whole book pro- yeah. process. But um, tell us about the newsletter and ebook and new book. Yeah. So every Wednesday I try to send out um, an email just to encourage it's I call it the weekly reset just because usually the Wednesday in your week is when. Um, maybe all the stress and frustration of your week is caught up with you. And so I try to send an email just to help pivot our hearts back to the things of God. And, um, and so you can actually sign up for that email uh, by going to wadejoy.com and downloading that free ebook and it'll sign you up for the email. But the ebook is called uh, seven rhythms to renew the health of your soul. And it just walks you through a way to evaluate just seven key areas of your life and find a rhythm that works for you, whether it's your prayer rhythms or rhythms of health through community and relationships or church, it helps you see that, you know, my rhythms might not look the same as yours. I might be more of a morning person when I pray, you might be more of a night person, but we all still need to pray and find a rhythm of prayer that works for us. And so this ebook is really help. It's, it's meant to help people figure out an easy rhythm to get started with in, in different areas that they might be struggling with. So you can get that at wayjoy.com. And they're all things that I've walked through and have been helpful for me. Uh, and then the book uh, is coming out in fall of 2023. And uh, I, uh, I'm not sure if I'm allowed to even say the title yet. We're, <laughs> no, we're, no we're, we're in the process of, of, of finalizing it, but I will say this, it, the book is centered around, uh, how to learn to live by letting go and how to learn to live by letting go of your expectations and your dreams and having your hands open for actually the dreams that God wants for you and and the, the, the purpose that God has for you and realizing that it's when we let go that we find true life. And so um, if you listen to the podcast, there's a lot of similarities, but we also go into in-depth into a lot of this as well. So I'm excited about it. Awesome, awesome. Um, we'll 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 have to have you back on the podcast on uh, right. next fall to, to talk about your book when when you can actually talk uh, um, uh, uh, about it. Um, we'll, I'll, I'll put links to your website, Way Joy. That's with an E on Joy in the show notes on specialchronicles.com. Uh, so wherever you're listening to this podcast, just click the link in the show notes and you'll find this episode full 196. And then we'll put links to your podcast and website, um, Wade, as well as, um, Ferris will put a link to your Instagram. If, if there are any special needs moms that are listening and they want to connect with you, is Instagram the best way. Yeah, that'd be great. Awesome. So um, before we, we get to that final question, um, any final thoughts on your overall time here today on the Special Chronicles show that you'd like to share with our listeners? Well, I, I've, I've loved getting to uh, getting to be on here just as a family for Ferris and I to share this mm-hmm. experience with you. So I'm just, I'm honored that you'd have us on. And I love um, that you are giving a voice um to, to people who are experiencing challenges that not a lot of people understand, but they're challenges that God wants to use for his glory. And so I just, I, I love that this is a space to encourage people like my daughters and people who are raising um, girls or boys like my daughters. And, and uh, so I, I just, I think this is a really special and powerful ministry that you have. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, I agree with everything Wade said. I just feel like, um, 
I think the more awareness we can have for any kind of disability or illness, the better. Um, just because I think a lot of people, like when we found out about Sydney having cystic fibrosis, we actually didn't even know what cystic fibrosis yeah. was. We were like had to look it up and read about it. And so anytime like now I can find out more and like have better understanding, I think that, that that's really great. And so I think what you're doing is bringing that awareness for lots of different issues. And so we're just grateful to be part mm-hmm. of it today and just really um, excited for your your ministry that you're doing <laughs> through you. this. This is amazing. Thank you. Yeah, I'm, I'm honored that you guys have agreed to, to come on and I'll, I'll um, I'll try to find that that episode for you guys w- with a with a young lady that oh yeah um, that that I'm sure you guys can listen, but you can also have your daughters listen to her story because she walked walks through her entire story in that episode. Um, and then, yeah, how how I got started 14 years ago. I, I we don't have time to get into the whole story, but um, healing like there was. I heard like some people that, um, like on other podcasts and and, and other people in the community that really um, didn't understand the challenges I was going through, and and as well as my friends, and kind of Special Olympics is a big like impact on my life. That, that played a lot, but also just kind of sharing all stories um, like I have a bachelor's degree in journalism from um, uh, uh, in, in college and and, and and so just kind of sharing our stories there's been just so many people that have had a greater uh, understanding um, and inclusion and acceptance and joy uh, for the for the gifts that God um Gives us, yeah. Um, so, t- speaking of <laughs> inclusion, um, to introduce our final question, um, be before we let you both get back to the the rest of your day, um, and I'm gonna um, hopefully get outside this afternoon. Uh, so, um, t- uh, we'll get a bumper to. So, let's go ahead and board that bumper for the final question. Peaceful protesters in a rebellion against anyone who has a fear of difference. 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 Our demands are equality, 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 dignity, 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 and the recognition of our shared humanity. We will not stop or accept anything less. Today, our world is more divided than ever. And coming together has never been more urgent. The revolution is inclusion. Find out more at jointherevolution.org. So as a lot of our listeners know, um, inclusion and the inclusion revolution um, is a big part of the Special Olympics, but it's also a big part uh, at Special Chronicles where we try to make sure to in- in- include everybody. And um, like I'm sure what what you both are doing for your daughters, um, in, uh, including your daughters in the church and in your community. Um, but I always, um, for the past few years, ever since coming back from... In 2019, ever since come back from Abu Dhabi and our World Games, <laughs> that will over there in, in the UAE. I've been asking this final question, and it's just kind of a perfect way to kind of sum up um, uh, with a, just a final thought. And I'll do the same with both of you and ask, um, what does inclusion mean to you? 
Yeah, I mean, for me, I think it's remembering that first and foremost, we're all made in the image of God. We're image bearers of God. And so we're not defined by a condition. We're not defined by a challenge. We're not defined by what we do or don't do. Uh, we're defined by the fact that we carry the dignity and the image uh, of our Father in heaven. And so when Jesus prays, um, Father, let, may they be one as you and I are one, like it's his desire for the church to come together as image bearers of God in unity. And when we exclude different people based on, you know, the way they look or something that they're struggling with or whatever, then we are excluding an image bearer of God and we're not able to learn from them because I think it's when we come together as one that we're actually able to learn from each other. And there are things that make me that I'm incomplete with if I don't learn from somebody else who might have special needs and they've got a strength and a trust and a dependence on Jesus and a perspective that I don't have, but I need. And so inclusion is actually us all growing together as image bearers of God, as we learn from one another. Perfect. Yeah. Sorry, I, didn't, I didn't mean to, I didn't mean to kind of <laughs> preach there. <laughs> no, no worries. <laughs> well, I, I think the same thing. I, um, I think too, like I think about the body of Christ and how we are all having different types of roles to play. Um, but we're all meant to do it together. And, um, as we walk into this like special needs community, we're here to help each other. Right. So there's going to be all kinds of different um, ways that people have to overcome an illness or a disease, but we're supposed to be doing it together and doing it alongside each other. And I think about if you talk about the body of Christ again, like if you have, you know, uh, a pain in your neck, your hand goes to rub your neck. Right. Mm -hmm. So it's the same way if someone is hurting in our body of Christ, that it's our job to always come alongside each other and help one another out. Um, so I think that that, that extends to past special needs community, but also within it. And um, so I, I think that's definitely how we can include each other too. Awesome. Well, that's a perfect way to wrap up this episode. I'm sure a lot of listeners have learned from your, your story with your daughters and, um, and um, wish we had, mo we had more time, but um, we'll have to have, um, um, you um, both back on um, next fall when, when your new book uh, it comes out um, so you can share um, a little bit more about your book and as well as an update on the journey with your daughters. Yeah. That'd be awesome. I'd love to. So yeah, um, thank you for having us. This has yeah, been so you. fun. We've you, really enjoyed it. Yeah, no problem. So I want to just remind the listeners, um, go to specialchronicles.com with links to follow um, Special Chronicles on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, YouTube, LinkedIn, um, subscribe and wait and review this podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, wherever you get your podcasts. Subscribe to our newsletter there. Um, I, I also have a mailing list so you guys can find links um, in the show notes for this episode, um, specialchronicles.com slash podcast full nine six um, is where you, you can find all the links to, to Wade and Ferris and Wade's podcast and, and, and website. So uh, thank you again, bo both. Um, it's been a, a joy and, and, a, and, a, bless and a blessing to uh, share this, <laughs> this, this conversation with you today. So thank you. And, and, and until then, um, you guys will see you next week. Take care and God bless. 
Thank you for listening to this episode of the Special Chronicles Shows Podcast. Visit SpecialChronicles.com to follow Special Chronicles on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Subscribe to our channel on YouTube, and don't forget to hit the bell to be notified of new episodes. Also, subscribe to our newsletter mailing list to sign up for updates and get exclusive content delivered to your inbox. Remember to do what you do with these podcasts. Subscribe or follow and wait and review Special Chronicles on Apple Podcasts, the iHealth Radio app, wherever you get your podcasts. Finally, please share this episode and all of our podcasts with your friends and family. Help us grow our audience and uh, reach 5,000 downloads of audio podcasts and over 14,000 average monthly listeners. Have a great week, and we'll see you back here next week with exciting new guests. See you next week. Special Chronicles. Giving respect and a voice to people with special needs.